worship tonight to say Alpha, beginning and the ending. Yes, you are. You are Yahweh. Alpha, Omega. We give you Just sung to him tonight.
the faithful father he is God all by himself there is none compared to him he's the one that died for you he's the one that died for you he's your friend your father your maker give him thanks give him thanks sing a new song unto him this evening sing a new song unto him this evening it's worthy of our praise it's worthy of our praise thank him thank him it's not about you it's not about you it's not about the things that he has not done it's about him giving him glory giving him praise giving him adoration is worthy of our praise is god all by himself there is none like him lord we give you thanks lord i thank you i thank you for who you are i thank you for who you are lord i thank you lord for who you are not the things that you have done lord i give you thanks i give you praise lord i exalt you jesus i exalt you jesus thank you lord thank you lord give him thanks show your heart of gratitude to him show him that you are grateful show him that you are grateful to him for the gift of life for the gift of life say thank you jesus i have come to give you thanks i have come to give you praise i have come to exalt your holy name lord i give you praise i give you praise lord lord we give you him we give you thanks Yahweh Lord we give you thanks we exalt you our father the hell Elion God the most high God I give you praise Jehovah Nisi God our banner thank you Lord Jehovah Roy the God that sees so many things the El Shaddai the Almighty God the all-sufficient God I don't know about you i don't know these are the different names of god in the bible i don't know how god has been to you i want you to begin to say god you are jehovah my protector if has protected you i just want you to begin to give god that particular name if he has fought your battle you can tell him in jehovah uh, el warrior or any name uh, that he has been to you if he has fought your battle you can call him jehovah el warrior or any name it depends on your encounter with him just give him that name just say god jehovah my assurance if that is what god is to you jehovah el assurance i don't know what god is to you just begin to say it jehovah my savior jehovah my lord my provider el shaddai if god has not left you stranded say jehovah my provider God, thank you. Thank you for your mercy, for your faithfulness. If God has healed you, it's Jehovah Rapha to you. Say, God, I thank you, my Jehovah Rapha. God, I thank you, Jehovah Rapha, for healing me. I, I give you praise, Lord. If he, had the all, if he has been the all-sufficient God, the almighty God is Jehovah El Shaddai. Give him thanks. Give him praise. Call his name according to the encounter that you have had with him. Say, Lord, I give you thanks. I give you praise, Lord. I have come to just say thank you, Jesus. I have not come to ask for anything. I have just come to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you for strength. 
wanted to say to him let every other name fade away because god there is only you in this place tonight you're the center of my attention you're the center of my focus i wanted to just worship him tonight let every other name fade away just lift your hands to jesus tonight i wanted to just pay attention to him i wanted to say something very nice to god i wanted to say god i bring i come to you tonight bringing my garments of praise bringing my worship tonight i wanted to say to god i come to you tonight coming into your presence showing up and just they're just celebrating you for your goodness celebrating you for your mercies someone lift up your voice and worship him his presence is here he's here to deliver he's here to save lord we worship you come on lift up your voice and worship your god tonight lord we give you praise you're we bless you we bow before your throne we bless your name almighty god we've come to bow before your and we glorify your holy name you are the king of kings jesus we glorify your holy name for you Bless your name. Your heart. 
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. Shalom, evening church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. May the Lord bless you and increase all of you in His grace and in His wisdom. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. It is always an exciting moment to come before the presence of the Lord during the moment of prophetic training to learn even the secrets that are in our God. Hallelujah. And I believe that tonight is not an exception.
I believe that tonight is not an exception. The Lord is going to grant us divine light, which will grant us understanding even into his word. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Wow. We give God praise and we give him glory even for what he's done for us. Amen. All right, people of God, you want to share the link and invite your friends and loved ones. Um, we are still on the matter of the chemistry of God. Share the link, share the link, share the link. We're going to take a word of prayer. Then we continue. Share the link in Invite your friends and loved ones. Share the link. Share the link. Share the link. Share the link. Hallelujah. All right, all right, let's take a quick word of prayer. Blessed Father, we give you glory, we give you the honor, even for such a time as this, in your presence. We give you glory, we give you praise in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the opportunity that you have given to us, even to come before your everlasting throne, to know even you more from your word. We pray in the name of Jesus that tonight you will cause your light to shine upon us. Open the eyes of our understanding. Any area of our lives that ignorance is trying to rule. We pray that your light of knowledge, your light of understanding, your light of wisdom will shine and cause that darkness of ignorance to be taken away. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we know that even by the truth of your word, we are going to be cleansed even from all manner of, of iniquity and of all manner of uncleanliness. Your word is powerful. Your word is quick and sharper than any two-edged sword. We pray that you bring understanding to us. You shape our lives according to the power of your word in Jesus' mighty name. Your word is already anointed. Therefore, let your word come forth with power. Let it impart grace into the hearts of your listeners and show them the right way, even in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
Wow. Glory to Jesus. We give God praise and we give him all the glory even for this gift of life and also this wonderful opportunity that is given to us even to glean wonderful truths from his vineyard. Hallelujah. Wow. We give God praise. Let me just chip in this quickly. Um, in the afternoon during the lunch prayer fire, I prophesied to a, a lady concerning somebody who is about to die in her family and how the person is very close to her, like someone who even gives birth to her. And I, I believe you remember and how things were not going well that the person decided to frustrate her marriage to make sure that her marriage goes down. Right after lunch prayer fire, she called me and she said, for some time, she's not been talking to the husband. They are, they are having a serious issue. So for some time, she's not been talking to the husband. Even though there are moments where the husband will, you know, to try to reconnect, but there are moments where things will just go off again. But then right after lunch prayer fire, the husband called her and she said, her son dropped her phone in, in water, so the phone is misbehaving a bit. Immediately the husband said, I'm going to send you money to buy a new one. Now this is something she's not even heard from her husband for some time. In fact, to the extent that the husband has driven her from their matrimonial home to go and stay with her mother. Now, her mother herself called the husband, telling him to sack her from his house. Who does that? See, really, I can't. How can you call your wife, your, your daughter's husband to tell him to sack my daughter from your house and let her come and stay with me? What kind of thing is that? And the man keeps beating her just like that. But by the special grace of God, God is up to something. There's another part of the testimony I will not share now. And um, maybe after some time I will share that side. It is going to be glorious. Hallelujah. And we give God praise even for that. Amen. And also, um, just yesterday, I was talking to one of my daughters in Canada. She just got to Canada. And I believe all of you know her. I'm a Beth. She was believing God for a job. Yesterday, I was talking to her and I told her, the Lord is going to open a great door for you in the course of the week. Right after lunch prayer fire, she also texted me that she's gotten a job right now. And she's starting work tomorrow. Hallelujah. And I pray for you, letting you know that you too, you are next in line for a testimony in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, we give God praise. We give him all the glory in Jesus' precious mighty name. Hallelujah. In fact, there's another testimony that came, and um, <laughs> it sounds quite strange. Very, very strange. 
because you were all here when um, the young man was I was sharing his testimony. In fact, he texted me some months ago in last that was last year, um, telling me that he wants God to direct his path to know the exact place he's supposed to live in the U.S. And I prayed about it. The Lord told me I gave him a specific place and he moved to that place by obeying the voice of God. And in fact, he got a job. And when he got the job, they quickly made him assistant manager. The moment he got the job, they made him an assistant manager. Even though he went to meet a lot of people over there. And it was quite strange. If I, if I begin to read some of the testimonies, um, you know, I shared the testimonies here. He said, I got an IT job 15 minutes from the house, from the house. That means 15 minutes from where he lives. It's amazing. He said, I just started and they made me lead. I even helped the manager to do his work. I didn't have a lot of experience, but I'm here teaching managers. It's just gone. So the manager called me last Friday and said, I learned so much from you. Hey, somebody who has just been employed. The manager called him and said, I am learning a lot from you. And he said, if I'm not there, you are in charge. And I'm like, I just came to meet all these people. He's like, I don't care. Look at that. Now, I was there, I think, last week, Thursday, when he sent me a message. And he said, Shalom, Papa, I have this testimony. My manager called me to his office to tell me that due to a misunderstanding between himself and some staff, he's resigning from the position and he wants me to be the manager whilst he becomes my assistant. Now, when you hear something like this, <laughs> how possible can this thing... No, how possible... No, like when the thing, if I went and read it and I said, are you, are you, are you sure? <laughs> that the manager is saying, I'm resigning, you come and be the manager and I'll be your assistant. How? He said, see, I'm telling you. So I said, okay, wait, let me pray. I prayed into it and I told him that don't accept that offer for now. So relax, and let's just keep praying. Because Hallelujah. You got a job less than two months and you're going to be the manager. I told him he should wait. Definitely he will be the manager. But this period is a test. 
So he should just pass the test. And God himself will open that great door. In fact, the manager looks at himself and looks at the work the guy is doing and said, I don't even deserve to be a manager. Come and take the position. This can only be God. Hallelujah. We give God praise. We give God praise. Amen. You are next in line for a glorious testimony like that in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. That is what happens when you listen to what the Lord said. I'm telling you. That some of you, eh, is Have you asked God? Hmm, hallelujah. You have to hear from God first. Are you following? <laughs> All right, we give God praise. Okay, people of God. Um want to enter quick into the word of God. But then before that, um, if there is any question, if you have any question with regards to the word of God, you can quickly ask. Let me take three questions um, before we move on to the chemistry of God. Let me take three questions. Let me take three questions. Any question? Any question? Oh, Kwame Fosu, I'll call you, don't worry, okay? I'll definitely call you. I have a lot of things to share with you, so I'll definitely call you. Oh, no question. That means you understand everything with regards to the Word of God. That's fine. That's fine. So let me start asking my own questions. Take your notepads and pens because some of the questions will definitely be a dissertation. It will definitely tend to be a thesis. Are you following my daughter, patience? Be believer, God bless you. Okay, my dear sister Mamia Jiwa said, please say, can you please explain more about the DNA of God? The DNA of God. Okay, all right. That's a very good question. Okay, how many of us remember what we taught on the DNA of God? Okay. So I think um, we all have understanding into that. Good. Now let me just throw um, a little light on it. Now, you see, when we say God, hmm, God Is not just creator of the universe. Are you listening to me? 
God being a creator is just one dimension of Him. There are many dimensions of God that creation doesn't know. So God was many, many, many things in Himself before He began to create. And when God wanted to become the creator, I think I've explained all these things before, He created a realm called eternity. That is the first realm God made. And in that realm, He even created a place called heaven in that realm. So heaven exists in eternity. It is in eternity that God also stretched himself into three dimensions, which is the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. So before eternity was made, God was God, but he was not known in any of these dimensions. Are you following? Now, if you go to my, um, my podcast, that message on the mystery God, I made us understand that there is what we call the core dimension of God and the manifesting dimension of God. There is a dimension of God that cannot be revealed. The, the, the dimension of God that is revealed are the dimensions he has chosen to reveal by his light. Are you getting it? And what God has chosen to reveal is what we are capable of knowing when we grow in God. That is to say, there are certain dimensions in God we will never know because they are beyond creation. They are beyond revelation. They can't be revealed. They are higher than light. Now, light, the light dimension of God is the dimension that reveals God. So if there is anything higher than that light, then that thing can't be revealed. I don't know if you are getting my point. Good. So when God stepped into eternity, it was then that he stretched himself into the three dimensions, calling one part of him the Father, one part of him the Word, and one part of him, the spirit. Now, these three dimensions of God, when God made the realm of eternity and stretched himself into these three dimensions, he now apportioned purposes for these three dimensions. That according to the creation of the universe, each dimension of God has a purpose to fulfill. But then, that great purpose that God is trying to fulfill with all the three dimensions of Him, the three dimensions of God sat down and they decided that they are going to call the purpose of God's creation Christ. So that Christ will be that which they are all trying to achieve in the creation of God. And they also decided that 
that Christ must step into a dimension called time. So God stepped into time. So God, before he made the eternities, he was living in a realm that is not known. It is a realm of thick darkness. That is the God realm, not known to creation. Then he, he created that realm of eternity, stepped into eternity, stretched himself into three dimensions, prepared the destiny and the purpose he wants to fulfill in creation, then he made time. So now, when the Godhead decided that the purpose of the creation is going to be Christ, they now, when they made time, they now prepared a body for that Christ. Because according to their purpose and their plan, that Christ was supposed to come into time. So that that original purpose of the Christ will be fulfilled. Now, when they made up their mind that that Christ will come to the earth, they had to prepare a body for that man, for that Christ. And that body they prepared for the Christ was Jesus. So now they all decided that their fullness, which is the Father, the Word, and the Spirit, they all decided that they will let their fullness be in Jesus Christ. Such that when you see Jesus, you have seen the Father, you have also experienced the Spirit, and you have also had an experience of the Word. Now, in eternity, Jesus was known as the Word of God. But when he stepped into time, he was called the Son of God. Are you following? Good. Now, when you look at the Godhead, in that realm where they stretch themselves into the three dimensions, each of them had a specific character based on the specific assignment they are fulfilling. So the Father has a, a certain kind of character. The Word has a certain character. And the spirit has a certain character. And I gave you the characters of these three dimensions of God as their very core self. And I told you when you speak of DNA, you are actually speaking of character. Are you following? Are you following? Great.
so when we speak of DNA, we are actually speaking of character. But then, if the father has his own character, the word has his own character, and the spirit has his own character. Now, the Bible said in the book of Colossians chapter 2, verse 9, Colossians chapter 2, verse 9, the Bible said, for in him, which is Christ, in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. For in Christ dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Now, the ISV says, because all the essence of deity inhabits him in bodily form. For in him, all the fullness of deity, the Godhead, dwells in bodily form, completely expressing the divine essence of God. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So in the wisdom and in the counsel of the Godhead, they chose that the fullness of God would be expressed in a human body. And the first human body that exhibited the fullness of God was Jesus. So they prepared the human body. Are you, are you following? Now there is something we need to learn here. Because if Jesus is actually the embodiment of the fullness of God, then we, might, we, we, we must find the character of the Father in him the character of the word in him and the character of the spirit in him. Are you getting it? Good. Now, it is in this that we call Jesus the son of God. Now, he's called the son of God because of the fullness mission that God had set. Now, the son of God Making it clear for us to understand that every son has the DNA of his father. Are you following? Can you all hear me, please? Great, great. So if Jesus, so why is it that when Jesus was born, he was called the Son of God? It is because he had a certain dimension of God in him to fulfill. And that dimension of God actually depicts 
him Jesus as the Son of God. And that dimension of God that he had in him was the Christ. The Christ. Which speaks of the second manifestation or the second dimension of the Godhead. Second in the sense that it was the second dimension that was revealed to us in the Bible according to the way things were arranged. Are you following? So from the Bible we understood that the Father was the one who made himself manifest first. Then the Word became flesh, which is the Son. And after that, the Holy Spirit also came. Now, that assignment that was in the heavenlies were arranged in the Godhead, known as the Council of the Godhead, or the Trinitarian Council. Are you following? So it is in that Trinitarian Council that the whole creation was actually prepared and purposed. Everything that God wanted to create, they were all discussed, prepared, purposed, and finished in the Trinitarian Council. When I say the Trinitarian Council, what I mean is that the God had the Trinity, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit came together and they began to plan. So they saw the, the end of what they were yet to create. It was even in that dimension that God, after seeing all these things, God himself got to know that he is yet to create a being called man. That being will be the one who will stand in the best position to reveal God in the highest glory. Because the first thing for which God created was that he created all things for his glory. Are you following it? So the book of Isaiah chapter 43 verse 7, the Bible said, Everyone, even everyone that is called by my name, that is God speaking, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. God created all things for his glory. Now when we say the glory of God, what does it actually mean? Now, to God, when we speak of his glory, what we need to understand here is that we are talking about the manifestation of God. The revealing of God. Because we know that God is a God who hides himself. In the book of Isaiah chapter 45 verse 15. We know God hides himself. And whenever God hides himself, it is difficult to know him. So the Bible said, Verily thou art a God that hidest thyself. O God of Israel, the Savior. God, he hides himself. But when God wants to be known, he reveals himself. And the revelation of God is what we call the glory of God. Are you following? Now, so if God made all things, created all things for his glory, 
then what, what it means here is that God actually made Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me, please? So according to Isaiah 43, the Bible said God created all things for his glory. And I told you that the glory of God speaks of the revealing of God, to manifest God. So if God made all things for his glory, then the very main reason for which God created was for the creature to reveal him and to manifest him. Are you listening to me? But now, this is a God who hides himself. So when God wants to be known, he reveals himself. And the revelation of God speaks of the glory of God. Now, God made every single creature to reveal a dimension of himself. There is nothing God has created that is not revealing God in a way. Everything God has created is revealing a certain dimension of himself. Are you following? Even an ant is a revelation of a dimension of God. An ant. If you do not know, you do not know. Are you, all, are you all with me? Now, that should also tell you that if every creature is a manifestation of a certain dimension of God, then we need to have a certain understanding also that all creatures have a certain capacity in them to reveal God. God bless you, Sanu. God bless you. Every thing, every creature has a capacity of the revelation of God. Because all things don't reveal or manifest God in the same way. That is why you are not an ant, but an ant is an ant. The dimension of God that an ant reveals is different from the dimension of God that you reveal. Can you all hear me, please? 
the network is not really stable, but kindly bear with me. We'll be fine. Are you following? Good. So you see, God made all things to reveal him. But then when we look at an ant, an ant is a dimension of God's revelation. But you are different from an ant. That should tell you that the capacity or the glory or the dimension of God that an ant reveals is different from the dimension of God that you reveal. So even when you enter into the galaxies, into the realms of the skies above, all the stars over there are revealing a dimension of God. Are you getting it? They are all revealing a certain dimension of God. So the Bible said that the sun has its own glory that it glorifies God with. The moon also has a certain dimension of glory. So the Bible said in the book of 1 Corinthians 15 that there are bodies terrestrial and there are bodies celestial. There are bodies that are in the skies, in the heavens, and there are bodies that are on earth. All these bodies are revealing the dimension of God. But then, the word of the Lord said, in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 41, there is one glory of the sun. That means the sun has its own glory that it glorifies God with. And another glory of the moon. So the glory of the sun is different from the glory of the moon. But they are all revealing God, but not in the same way. That is why they differ. The Bible said, and another glory of the stars, for one star differs from another star in glory. So all the stars that you see in the sky, they are not the same. They are different, but the basis of their difference is the kind of glory, the dimension of God they reveal. Are you following? So according to Jewish history, Can you all hear me, please? Good. So, all the stars are not the same. They differ from each other. But what makes them different is the glory that they reveal. So, one star might be higher in the revelation of God from another star. That brings their differences. Now, according to Jewish history, the man by name Seth, the man who was born by Adam and Eve after Abel was killed by Cain, according to Jewish history, he was the one
Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? Good. According to Jewish history, Seth, the one who was born after Abel was killed to replace Abel, named the stars. He gave every star a name according to the wisdom of God. Now, we have, we have zillions of stars. But then, I've already taught us that there are terrestrial dimensions. We have what we call terrestrial constellations. The terrestrial constellations are the group of stars that are found close to the Earth. Seth named all of these stars one by one, one by one, one by one. Now, I hope we all know the zodiac. How many of us know the zodiac? hear the word zodiac it is not a demon there are some of you they've been watched you to think that zodiac means demonology whenever you hear somebody say zodiac say mm, 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 mm. don't want to get close to that person <laughs> then don't even say tuesday don't say monday don't say Sunday. Because all those names too are also demons. Many of us don't even know what Zodiac means. I've already taught on that. Zodiac actually means the pathway of the sun. Now we all know, according to astronomy, not astrology, Astronomy speaks of the study of the stars, which is a scientific approach. The gift of tongues. Are you getting it? It is actually through astronomy that we have meteorologists who can tell you that, oh, looking at the way things are going, it will rain tomorrow. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. Can you all hear me, please? Good, good. So, we all know, according to science, that this earth on which we live 
the earth is always revolving around the sun. I hope you all know that. Good. But the earth is revolving around the sun according to a certain axis. Very calculated by God in such a way that it does not miss its axis and its points. So whilst the earth is moving around the sun, in one way or the other, the sun is also said to be moving around the earth. Are you following? But then the movement actually is the earth moving around the sun. Now, I've, I've, I've taught on this before, so you know what I'm talking about. So while the earth is moving around the sun, the earth will actually hit certain places. There are certain spaces around the sun that the earth will be moving through. They are known as houses. Houses. I don't know if you are listening to me. Are you following? Good. Now, these houses that the earth will be moving through, it is actually the same place that the, the sun will also be moving through. So there's always a movement. There is a movement. So this earth is always moving around the sun. But then the sun is also passing through these houses. And there are 12 of the houses. These houses are also known as the pathway of the sun. Are you following? It is out of this. The pathway of the sun is actually called zodiac. When you hear zodiac, it is actually something that is happening. It is not indeed, no demon can, can calculate and create that kind of beautiful thing. Are you listening to me? Good. Now, those houses, there are 12 of them. 12 houses. And these 12 houses, I've taught on those ones too. We have Aries, we have um, the Taurus, and all those things that the people know. But then, there is one called Vego. There is one called Vego. Now, all these are actually constellations. Are you following group of stars? There is one called Virgo. Now, what Virgo actually means is a virgin. A virgin. It is actually in Virgo. So when you look at Virgo, Virgo is a constellation. I said a constellation is a group of stars having one shape, speaking of one particular story and fulfilling one particular assignment. So when you see Virgo, Virgo is speaking a certain story. It is not for demons. It is God who arranged it like that. Virgo means virgin. Are you following? Someone said, please, why do people consider 
casting of horoscopes evil because that is not the way God gave to us. Now, you can study all these things for knowledge purpose and scientific, um, from scientific, scientific point of view. Are you getting it? Because all these things created by God have spirit beings in charge of them. That is what you need to understand. All these things have spirit beings in charge of them. Now, people can start serving those spirits and not God. That is where the problem is. And that is what astrology does. Are you getting it? And you see, many people have neglected the knowledge of these things and they've missed the lot. Do you know that when God actually came to Abraham and said, look into the stars and tell if you can count. Do you know what God was actually trying to show Abraham? God was preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ in the stars. Do you know that it was in Virgo that Jesus was actually born? And Virgo is a constellation, group of stars. One of the brightest stars in Virgo is called Zera. It's a star. And Zera means seed. Now, when you connect it to Virgo, what is this trying to, to speak of? A virgin will conceive a seed. Yeah. God was actually speaking of his plan and his purpose way back in the stars. Are you, are you getting it? Are you following? Good. So we need to understand these things. If you think the sun is evil because people are worshipping the sun god, when you wash your clothes, don't, in fact, don't even eat food because the food you are eating, it is the sun that gives it light. <laughs> you have to die from the earth. It's as simple as that. You see, you are born too much. You are, you are, you are demonizing the That's the point. Somebody will hear a man of God talking about constellations. Say, hey, 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 hey. You see, this. What? How can you throw your brain away like that? All these things are revealing. Look at the Bible. The sun has a certain glory. The moon has another glory. This, 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 this. What is that glory? They are revealing God. There's a dimension of God they are revealing. And when we get to know these things, we say, wow, we glorify God. These dimensions want to know the glory of God that we are revealing. But their capacity is not up to our level. Because that is how God made it. Are you listening to me?
So we need to understand these basic things. People are doing geography. They are studying the axis of the sun, the this of the... Are they also demons? Hmm? Meteorologists will come on your news, your TV, and they will tell you that tomorrow it will rain in Kaswa. So this, 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 and that. And not there. You have packed your barrels, your jerry cans, and the rest. How did they know? How did they know that it will rain tomorrow? That one there, it is easy for you to believe that it is not demons. You see, the mentality is wrong. I'm telling you, the mentality is wrong. If we don't take time to study, the devil will demonize a lot of things that we will not even try to even go near to. Meanwhile, these things would have made life a little bit easier for you. Are you getting it? So God was even preaching the gospel in the stars. No wonder. How did Satan get to know, apart from the prophecy God gave, how did Satan get to know that Jesus would be born by a virgin? That he even started creating that, same, that, that story even before Jesus was born. Krishna was born by a virgin many, many years ago. Can you all hear me, please? Great. So we need to understand the basics of all these things. Why did God even create the sun? Why did God even create the moon? You see, everything that God created was to reveal a dimension of himself. Are you listening to me? So do, do, do not let anybody deceive you that the sun is evil. If the sun is evil, die. Because everything you do in this world, you need the sun. The food you are eating, the sun, play the role in that. The clothes you are wearing, the sun, play the role in that. Are you listening to me? For you to, to even say you have a date of birth, go and ask the sun and the moon and the stars what they did. Because God even made them for days, for seasons. Are you listening to me? You can't take these things out of creation. Don't let them make you believe unnecessary things. You call everything demonic, everything demonic. Are you listening to me? 
Huh? Oh no, let me let me say the truth. And that's one of the reasons why I keep fighting some of these men of God. I keep fighting them, but in my mind. <laughs> Amen. See, everything they say it is demonic. Everything demonic. Meanwhile, they've never seen a demon before. Everything demonic. Huh? That Ben Yebunko to just say, Oh, we are here. Sorry, we are here. When? When did we start worshipping the sun? Huh? Don't let them deceive you. Are you listening to me? Do you even know that Jesus is called the son of righteousness? And that son is not S-O-N, as in somebody's son. S-U-N, like a Ria. That is what Jesus is called. Jesus is called the son of righteousness. He's also called the morning star. So what about that one too? Don't be in a hurry. Don't let some of these evangelicals try to deceive you. All these things are revealing a dimension of God. But because we fail, the devil has taken advantage of our fallen nature to let us revere or show higher kind of honor to these things, even though we are not supposed to ascribe that kind of honor to these things. So now, you can even go to a certain place where people worship dogs. Dog. Dog. I, 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 I watched a documentary where in a certain place in Namibia, cow, 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 spa. Hey, oh my gods. I'm telling you, they don't kill the cows. Unless maybe there is something that a certain festivity that they will just sit down and know what to do. It's serious. They don't even bath with water. They bath with the urine of the cows. So whenever they see that the cow is urinating, you see the children running towards the cow. They will put their head there. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm telling you. That is how come a man has fallen. Somebody says saint. They don't even care who they don't bath. That is the extent of the fallen nature of man. Someone said there's a place in Ivory Coast they worship serpents. They have a whole place specifically for them. Look at that. You see, that is what the devil did when we fell he made things that were below us he made us all he made men to start showing a certain honor to these things and this is what brings about this idol worship and a whole lot of things that people worship the sun 
people worship the moon and other things. God did not create the moon to be worshipped. He created the moon to reveal a dimension of him. And some of the purposes of the moon is that they, they are for times and seasons, for days, for years, for months. When you say one month, it means that the moon has moved around the earth once. When the moon revolves around the earth on which we live one time, it is called one month. These are things we need to know. They are just basic science. Can you get it? You see the way one question has brought me into this, these places. Because God wants all of us to understand these things. So that we will not call anything demonic. Are you listening to me? Let me say this. When man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and fell, the devil used that knowledge of good and evil to distort the original knowledge of life that man had about things, such that when man sees a stone, instead of him seeing the stone from the perspective of life, now when you are seeing the stone from the perspective of life, you are actually seeing its original purpose that God made it to be. But then because we have the knowledge of good and evil within us, that knowledge is what interprets what we see. Such that we start having different knowledge about one thing. Are you getting it? So now, even the Bible you have, you can go to a certain shrine and you see a Bible there. And they can use the words in the Bible to do things. Because if the Holy Spirit is not the one backing the scriptures, any other spirit can use certain parts of the scriptures for his workings. You need to understand that. Are you following? For instance, when you go deep into the kingdom of darkness, there is something about God, which is the name of God, which in Hebrew is four letters, Yod, He, Vav, He, which if we try to bring it into English by putting in some vowels, we are going to get what we call Yahweh. And the English might also call it Jehovah. But then in the original Hebrew, it is four main letters. And that four main letters, when you come into Greek, talking about four-letter word, they call it tetragrammaton. Tetra means four. And grammaton actually means a written word or a word. So when you hear tetragrammaton, it is actually speaking of a four-letter word. That is what it simply means in English. But then when you go to the kingdom of darkness, they have something they call tetragrammaton. And they use this to also destroy souls. So let's say 
you heard you first heard tetragrammaton from the kingdom of darkness without you knowing the true knowledge of it in god you would think the thing is demonic because that was the first way you heard it i don't you're getting my point see somebody said my very true my uncle is a fetish priest and he uses the bible look at that let me let me teach you something let me teach you something do you know that when you look at the scriptures, the Old Testament, God was using a lot of beings to accomplish his mission. Now, almost all the things that God used to do when he was in covenant with Israel, it is what the devil has copied. So, in the Old Testament, there was what we call drink offering, where they would pour a certain drink on the floor just to honor God. The devil picked that same thing and he's using it as the pouring of libation. Meanwhile, it was God that they were using that thing for. Are you listening to? If you don't know, drink offering. You might just call it demonic immediately. There is also another thing called a wave offering. The wave offering. It is not like wave your hand to Jesus, give the Lord a wave offering. They just stood. <laughs> a wave offering was actually an offering that was there in the times of old when God was in covenant with his people, Israel. Now, it is out of this wave offering that the devil picked this thing where they hold what they call a whisk, then they wave it. Everything that the devil does, he copied it from God. But the thing that we need to understand is this. God has fulfilled that covenant he had with Israel, and now he has created a new and better covenant. And that new and better covenant was between the Father and his son Jesus all we need to do first to be part of that covenant is to believe in the Lord are you getting it now once you believe in the Lord Jesus you don't need to go and get a lamb for somebody called a priest to cut the head of the lamb sprinkle the blood on you for your sins to be forgiven you don't need the blood of a bull for protection now, the devil has picked that which God left, using it, you see, and he will quote from the Bible telling you that it is in the Bible, so do it. Meanwhile, that is why if you can't rightly divide the word of truth, you will be deceived. The devil does not have anything. It is what God has done that he has copied. He's a bearer of light. Without light, he's, he's nonsense, he's nothing. Without light, is nothing. So if God takes his light away from the devil, what will he do? What is the purpose of a mirror when, there is no, when it is in darkness? What is the purpose of a mirror when it is in darkness? Without light, a mirror is the same as the wall. You can't see it. It cannot reflect anything. But the moment light comes, the mirror will differentiate itself from the wall. You will look at the wall, you will not see anything, but when you look at the mirror, you will see yourself. 
following. Good. So you see, we need to understand all these things. Don't let the devil, you know, make it look like everything in this creation. You see, the evangelicals, some of the evangelicals are preaching a certain message. I wish I can say the thing. <laughs> They make it look like a DBO your papa. You see that kind of thing? There's nothing good in this universe. Now you see, let me tell you this. Even though the whole creation has been subjected to vanity by man. But what God is doing is that God is about to reveal himself through man. And the revelation of God through man is what is going to cause all creation to also come out of corruption to a place of incorruptibility. So the evangelicals have made us understand that we are seeing the Empress heaven. That's what they've told us. That's what they told us. But that's not what the Bible teaches. Are you getting it? Someone says, so daddy, please, does this mean Adam couldn't complete his destiny? We are all Adam. If you have this physical body, if you cut yourself and you see blood, you are Adam. Yes, as simple as that. This is, I want to help you. Yeah. When you hear Adam, don't think of only somebody who came first. Adam simply means mankind. And we are all mankind. That is why what the first man did, we did. Are you getting it? When he died, we all died. You were not even born, but you were in him. That is what we need to understand. Nice one. Hallelujah. Now, you are talking about the DNA of God, or maybe the other fact. But at least we all need to know these things. I think I have a message on the podcast. I don't know whether it is the gospel in the stars or I made mention of it in a different um, message. But you can just go and check. Um, it will be a blessing to you. Hallelujah. You see, as I was saying, Satan looked into the stars, he read the stars, because the stars tell a story. And when he read the, the, the story that had been told by the stars, he knew that a virgin would give birth to a son. And he would be the one that would save the world. So Satan started this thing long ago, even before Jesus was born. Do you know that and all those beings that Satan as a means 
of knowing that which was in the stars brought them to the earth, making them look like Jesus, all of them are known as the sun gods. All of them are known as the sun gods. So Krishna, Buddha, Mithras, a whole lot of beings who were born, even Tammuz, who were born by virgins, and they claimed they were Messiah. Many, 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 many years before Jesus Christ was born. That is why many people don't even believe in the gospel. Because when they hear that Jesus was born by a virgin, and then they say, ah, oh, that story, we know it already. Then they will ask, what if he's not just one of the sun gods? So what the devil has done is that he has put Jesus as part of the sun gods. And what is common about the sun gods is that all those beings that Satan brought to the earth through virgins to try to fight how Jesus will be born and his gospel and everything, they were all born on 25th of December. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So all the sun gods who were born by virgins were all born on 25th of December. So if they tell you that Jesus was born on the 25th of December, what they are trying to let you know is that Jesus is a sun god. But then 25th December, Churches will go and meet, celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Dancing around. Hallelujah. And they are dancing here and there. You always check in You Because you Because you Many of us don't even know what we are doing. We came to meet it and we are following. Ah, Paul went to a certain place and there were people called the Berean people. Paul preached to them and manifested the prophetic, the healing, the miracles. After that, they took the, the Bible and they, they read through to check whether what Paul said was true. Hey! And after seeing the manifestation of the prophetic, you know, we live in a generation when a person prophesies and it is dito dito. You are know, back from the Bible, Nidi Ayajidi. Are you getting it? Once he has prophesied dito dito, whatever he says, we believe. We are not noble. Because the noble, somebody said, prophet, you don't celebrate Christmas. No, I don't. They tell you you are lost. <laughs> you see, do you know that it is not only Christ, um, Christians who celebrate Christmas? I hope you know. <laughs> if you like go to US when it is 25th December, 
you will know the, the worldly people. In fact, it's a big celebration to people who don't even know Christ. Oh, I'm telling you the truth. You can go and check. Go to US, Las Vegas, Los Angeles. You go, you'll see. Now, to them, they are just celebrating a son God, not the one you call Christ. I told you that the word Christmas actually came from the Roman Catholic Church. When I say Roman Catholic Church, okay, let me not confuse you. The word Catholic means universal. Okay, so in the times of old, there was the Holy Catholic Church. It is different from Roman, the Holy Universal Church. But then when the Roman Empire took over, they started infiltrating their traditions into our Christendom. Are you following? The gift of now let me help you. Do you know that in the month of March, Entering into April, there is a certain goddess of fertility that they worship. They call her Ishtar. Ishtar. Now, it is out of Ishtar that they got Easter. And in that season, that season is a serious season where people have sex, sexual intimacy in public. Now, they are worshipping that idol called Ishtar. And what they do is that in that season, they have sexual relations plenty in public everywhere. Even in Japan, they do it. So that the women will conceive. And when the women conceive, by the 25th of December, they will deliver. And when they deliver their babies, they will sacrifice the babies through the chimneys onto <laughs> So if you want to go into all these things, you will know that the birth, that 25th December, is a long-term plan that started in Easter. But then we came to meet. You have not even taken time to say, okay, what is Easter at all? Let me read about it. Enfawohun. May God help us and grant us grace. Oh. Someone said, it also means you don't celebrate Easter. <laughs> Why is it that our dear sister wants to know? Man of God, oh, I, don't cel <laughs> I don't celebrate Christmas, neither do I celebrate Easter. But I celebrate what we call Passover. For the Lord Jesus is our Passover lamb. Are you getting it? And in fact, I celebrate Passover in the manner of the Holy Communion. So when it is the season of the Passover, 
I take the Holy Communion knowing very well that that blood that I'm taking was the one that saved me from death. In fact, there were only two ordinances that the scripture gave to us as a church to continually do. The first one is the Holy Communion. Jesus said, as often as you partake of it, do this in remembrance of me. Then the second one is baptism. These were the only two ordinances that were given to us. Someone said, please, if you celebrate them, is it a sin? Now, you need to have understanding about this. Do you remember that when we were talking about the seven churches, we got to understand that the Ephesus church, they had allowed the Nicolaitans to bring in their doctrines. I hope you remember that. And this was going to affect the reward that Jesus was going to give to them. Now, you will not go to hell if you celebrate Christmas. But if you die, there is a special reward that you cannot get. You will go to heaven <laughs> when you die. But then, when Jesus is giving unto us our crowns, you will miss some of the crowns because you engaged yourself in the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. People were celebrating Easter and they went to Kwau. Kwau, Kwau, go and see. Atopar, prem wang kofu kumbu ye. Namen kan kitu ebi. Even our president was there. Namen kan, namen I'm just saying it. Who knows? <laughs> hey! Hey, mommy. Yes, ma. Yes, ma. Yes, ma. Thank you very much. Yes, There was a big, a big, I don't know whether it was a hotel or a resort or something. The whole place got full. What were they going to do on the streets? You go and see young girls here and there. To what is that for? We are celebrating Easter. What is Easter to you? You understand it? Oh, yes, you are the one. Hey, it is yes, you are the To let you understand the spirit that is behind this. In fact, some of the people that went to that, this Kwau for Easter things, they are not Christian. They don't know anything about Jesus Christ. Someone said, what of those who celebrate it in church? It is wrong. Okay, let me help you. Now, when you read the Bible, the word of the Lord said there were certain people who were standing in the temple of God, but they had turned their face to the east, worshipping the sun God. I think in the book of Ezekiel, they were in the temple of God, but they had turned their face to the east, worshipping the sun God, worshipping Tammuz. They are in the temple of God, in the temple of God.
but then they were worshipping the sun god. You are in the temple of God and you are worshipping another god. How possible? Are you following? You see, some of you, you don't study. You don't know how we got what we have now. God bless you, Nanosa. He said, So he brought me into the inner court of the Lord's house. And there, at the door of the temple of the Lord, between the porch and the altar, were 25 men with their backs toward the temple of the Lord. They were, their backs were towards the temple of the Lord and their faces toward the east and they were worshipping the sun toward the east. Now this happened among the children of Israel, the chosen people of God. We need to open our eyes to understand some of these things, people of God. Are you getting it? You see Christians working about Valentine's Day and their, their brain is empty. They don't know what Valentine is. They just don't know. It's, oh, it's, a, it's a moment of love. What love? Who showed you love? Who? Someone said, Papa, okay, that's why Muslims pray towards the East. As for Omokra, they say everybody knows that they are not worshipping the God. Everybody, I've thought on that before. So you can just... Yeah. And they deceived many Christians for them to think that we and Muslims are worshipping the same God. Just that a mono friend and coupon a different name. And the answer friend and coupon a different name. So till when pan in yes sir. I can give you scriptures from the Quran to let you know that Muslims are not worshipping our God. Do you know that Muslims don't believe in Trinity? And they say whoever says God is Trinity is a pig. That person deserves to die. Yeah. They don't believe in that. Now, you're a Christian, you believe that God is in three dimensions, but they do not believe that. And you, you, you claim that we are worshipping the same God. How possible? They are so carnal that they said, you said, Jesus is the son of God. How can God have a son when he does not have a wife? They just don't understand <laughs> what the son of God means. A bon, a bon, a bon say. Do you know the last time I chanced upon a certain video, I loved, sir. Now, these people are claiming that when Jesus was saying that he's going and he'll bring another comforter, they said that comforter is Muhammad. Hey! She said, boom! Meanwhile, they, they forgot to read the next verse. The next verse said, you know him, for he is with you. And he shall be in you. Can Muhammad be in a, in a human being? They forgot to read that next verse. Ah! 
Meanwhile, according to Quran, when Jesus was on earth, to them he was a prophet. When he was on earth fulfilling his mission, the people wanted to kill him, and God snatched Jesus to himself. So according to the Quran, Jesus did not die. But then, Muhammad died. According to the same Quran, there is what they call Al-Dajjah, who, when we bring it in um, Christianity, will be Satan. According to Quran, Jesus is the one that will conquer the Al-Dajjah, which is Satan, not Muhammad. So what is special about Muhammad if everything about, about Muslims is being fulfilled by Jesus? It's very, very funny. In fact, somebody read the Quran and became a Christian. <laughs> because according to the Quran, Jesus is known as the word of God. The Quran doesn't debate on that. They call, the Quran calls Jesus the word of God. And the same Quran says that God created the world by his word. So if God created the, the, word, the world by his word, and Jesus is the word, then Jesus created the world. Is that not so? If Jesus created the world, the same Quran says that the only creator is God, that is Allah, then Jesus should be Allah. But they said no. Jesus was just a prophet sent by Allah. So somebody, one Arab just read the whole thing and said, no, 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 no. The people are confusing us. The person read, 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 read and became a Christian. He said, then I think I need to believe in Jesus. There's even a verse in Quran that says, if you don't understand something, read the Bible. Oh, yes. In fact, most of the scriptures from the Quran are taken from certain verses in the Bible. Somebody said, I sat in a car with a Muslim and the car was about to get an accident. The woman screamed, Jesus. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us and grant us grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So, simply what we need to understand is that Jesus... He being the one that the whole Godhead is being made manifest in, when he is the son of God, then definitely the DNA of the Father must be found in him. Are you getting it? Now, when you come to the earth, when you understand the matters of DNA, we all know that DNA is a double helical, um, it has a double helical shape, a double helix. Are you getting it? good exactly so definitely 
if Jesus, and mostly when you want to find the father of a son, you need to get the blood of the son and get into the DNA. Look at the DNA pattern. It is called, they do what we call bloating. And the bloating is what they use to know if the DNA of the son is the same as that of the father. It is called paternity test. God bless you, Nanaji. God bless you. Are you following? So if you check the DNA, you should actually see that kind of double helix thing in a different shape that is on, um, on a screen for you to know if it resembles that of the Father. So if Jesus is the Son of God, then definitely he must have the DNA of his Father. Now, in the book of Genesis, the word of the Lord said, Jacob went to sleep at a place. He slept on a stone. And in a vision, in a night vision, he saw a ladder that was leading from the earth to heaven. And he saw God at the topmost part of the ladder in heaven. And he saw angels ascending and descending on that ladder. The moment he came, God spoke to him. And when he woke up, he said, so God was here and I didn't know. Surely this is the gate of heaven. Surely this is the gate of heaven. Now when Jesus also came, he said, you will see the Son of Man and angels ascending and descending on him. Angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. What was Jesus trying to communicate? He was trying to say that that ladder that Jacob saw was himself. And it was the only way that was leading to the Father. So when he says he is the way, what he also means is that he is the DNA of God. Are you, are you getting it? Good. Now, God's DNA is what enables him to be in these dimensions. Now, blessed be God that in his wisdom he has chosen that his fullness will be it will be made manifest through the human body. So now, we can carry what we call the, the character of the Father, the character of the Son, and the character of the Spirit in ourselves. That is what we have been called to manifest the fullness of God. Are you getting it? And that fullness of God, when it, it is being revealed in us gradually, it is what we, the, the word of the Lord termed as the fruits of the Spirit. The more we begin to manifest the fruit of the Spirit, we are actually revealing the very character of the Godhead. Are you getting it? Now, in the DNA of God, the DNA of God doesn't permit God to be like us in a certain way, in this fallen nature. 
And I told you that this DNA was already in us. And that was what gave us the kind of body we used to have. But then when we ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, something happened. That light DNA from God that was in us was covered. And we began to live with only the two-strand DNA which we have now. But then whenever you believe in the Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit in you becomes the next, the, the light DNA of God at work in you. So what you need to do is that you need to have fellowship with the Holy Ghost. And that fellowship, when we look deep inside you intrinsically, what is happening is that your double helix DNA will be mingling itself with the light DNA of God in such a way that the light will take over and you will start manifesting a dimension of God in your body. In such a way that when even a snake bites you, it is not possible for the venom to harm you. Because as at that time, the blood that will be running through your veins will not be the normal blood you picked from your parents, according to the double helix DNA. But then a certain kind of light will be passing through your, your veins. Are you following? Are you following? All right, that's great. That's great. So, people of God, I think that is where um, we'll end our, our teachings for tonight. The Lord bless you and favor you all. In the mind. Let me take last, the last question. Let me take the last question, then we'll close. Let me take the last question, then we'll close. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you all. Let me take the last question. And our question is NASA. Any other question? Somebody said, please, would there be Islam and the Antichrist part two? When we are going into um, understanding the book of Revelation, we'll come to that point. Yeah, we'll come to that point. So we'll understand a lot of things. All right. Someone said, Papa, please, can you upload the message so that, all right, sure, I will do so. But your police said, man of God, can we say the fall of man brought second thought instead of just having one thought about things? Exactly. 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 There was nothing like There was not even a thought like that in the mind of Adam until he ate of that. <laughs> there was nothing like There was nothing like that in Adam's mind. But when we ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, here we are, 
ni papa pejini ni mkwa ejini se boni kakra oho ni pa boni su di enu mejini se bi obeye papa are you following because of what happened even when a good person is standing before us we think this might be an evil person and when an evil person is standing before us, we think he might be good. And we end up handing over our whole destinies to evil people because of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But then we are growing into the realm of life where you see things from the point of life. Your focus will not be so much on good and evil. No, by that time you had grown into a higher level. That time you will not ask Questions like, is it a sin to do this? Is it a sin to do that? Is it a sin to do that? You, are, you would have passed that level. Are you getting it? Somebody says, since Jesus Christ is the only way to God, which way or route did Satan use to appear before God when the sons of God gathered according to Job chapter 1. Now when we say Jesus is the way, we are not talking about a highway. That is why I explained. Are you getting it? But then, Satan appearing in the congregation of the sons of God is a different thing altogether. What actually happened was that it was in the courtroom. This actually happened in the court. Because it is in the court that we present ourselves. It is in the court that we are judged. Are you getting it? Now, we all know that Lucifer is called the accuser. And whenever somebody is an accuser, he can go to court. Are you getting it? So there is a dimension called the court of heaven that Satan can appear there but then it is the blood of Jesus that speaks for us even in that court that's why I said whenever you do something wrong and you feel guilty in a way that it looks like kill yourself you should understand that the devil is accusing you. And accusations take place in that court. You should take note that you are, you are being summoned to a court. You should just go there. So many of us are walking about, we, we are always being summoned at the court, but we don't even know anything about the court of heaven. That's why I have a message on that. Whenever you do a wrong thing and you feel so guilty to a point where it looks like you are not even worthy, that is when you need to accept what you have done and the accepting of what you have done mostly is what we call the confession of sins now confessing your sins does not mean that you are if you confess then you will now be forgiven no you are confessing accept your fault that yes i did it now when you do that then you now say lord jesus let your blood speak for me Immediately, 
the Lord Jesus will begin to speak for you by his blood. And by the time you realize, that blood of Jesus will purge your conscience from that guilt. And a verdict will be released to enforce your justification even when Jesus resurrected from the dead. Are you getting it? Great. So we need to understand that. Samuel said, Daddy, according to Revelation chapter 12, the devil was called the accuser in heaven when he was held down. How was, the, how was he accusing the heavenly beings? You see, what we need to understand is this. When you look at that account, that account was speaking of things in heaven and at the same time, things that were yet to manifest on the earth. Are you getting it? Now, the devil actually thought that he was the only one being punished. Meanwhile, he had deceived a lot of these angelic beings to follow him. And some of his accusations will also be to the point that he knows the ranks and the order in heaven. And how God will use a high-ranking being to punish a low-ranking being. Can you hear me, please? Good. Are you getting it? So that account of the Revelation chapter 12 is speaking of something that happened in the heavens and was yet to manifest on the earth. In such a way that the devil accused the beings Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now, you see, Satan, knowing very well, he thought he was the only one being punished by God. So he also accused the other angelic beings that he deceived of, the, of that same... Um, let me say rebellion. Okay? Now, that is the first accusation. The second one also is Lucifer has an understanding into the heavenly ranks and the order of heaven that God will always use a high-ranking being to punish a low-ranking being when that being rebels. How come he, Lucifer, is in a certain rank of an anointed cherub, far above that of an archangel. But God chose an archangel to punish him. Now, Michael, knowing very well 
that he is below the level of Lucifer did not bring any accusation against him. But then Lucifer brought accusations against Michael and his cohorts, telling even God that he is not a God of order. Why should you use a low-ranking being to punish me? Why? But God was trying to teach him something. Because what God was using as an empowerment, even for the archangel Michael and his angels to fight Lucifer, was the blood of Jesus. That has the highest rank, even before the court of heaven was set up. Are you getting it? So this is the accusation that was given against the beings that were in the heavenly realms. But then on the earth, it happens to our brethren, which speaks of the children of God. Now we all know, according to the book of Zechariah chapter 3, the Bible said that even Satan, the word of the Lord said, Joshua the high priest was standing before God and Satan was standing at his right hand to resist him. High priest, and all because he was wearing a filthy garment. But then, immediately, the angel spoke and said, Remove that filthy garment that is upon Joshua, the high priest, and put on him a change of raiment. And the moment they did that, Satan was nowhere to be found. So what gives the devil a voice to accuse is when our white garment is stained. And that speaks of the matters of the court. Are you getting it? Good. All right. Somebody also said, Papa, I have a question, please. When Adam was in the Garden of Eden, the word of the Lord said that Adam's eyes were open when they ate the fruit. My question is, does it mean that they were blind and seen from a different perspective? You have actually answered your question. They were seen from a different perspective. They were seen from the glory dimension. And in that glory dimension, they were seeing things from the very purpose that they were made. Are you getting it? There was so much glory even on them. They were seeing things from a different world perspective. But the moment they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, a certain eyes were opened. Now that eyes that were opened also opened into a different world. Are you getting it? Now for instance, somebody can initiate a lady into lesbianism. Maybe for all you know, lesbianism was a bad thing to you because you are seeing it from a different realm. But then if care is not taken and somebody introduces you into that and you continually engage in that, you will start developing a certain eyesight for it, not seeing it as a wrong thing like the way you used to see it. It means your eyes have now been opened into that ungodly act. Anything you are introduced into, it means your eyes have been opened into it. This is the reason why when, when 
senior high school, if a guy is a virgin, they say me need me cry. Actually, the one need me cry is John. We are What kind of NBA is that? The opening of the eyes into that ungodly act. Now, there is what the opening of the eyes does. When your eyes are open into the act, it means you have tasted of it. Because when you taste, you will see. That is why David said, taste and see that the Lord is good. Once you taste of the act, your eyes will open into the act. And once your eyes are opened into the act, you will now develop a certain kind of knowing. You start developing a certain kind of self for your, for your own self. From that moment, you will see yourself as a lesbian. Meanwhile, that is not how God made you to be. So from that perspective, what you do gives you an identity. Are you, are you getting it? So definitely, if taste and see, if your taste buds is linked to your sight, then definitely, when man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, definitely, his eyes should have opened. And that's why his eyes opened. But then, his eyes were opened into good and into evil. Meanwhile, the Bible said, the end of that is death. So man was now introduced to a different world of death, which is a world of darkness. I have a message, and the title is, The Two Worlds of the World. The Two Worlds of the World. I love that message. I spoke about the kingdom of light in the kingdom of darkness. And I, I spoke about the opening of the eyes into a different kingdom. Are you getting it? Good. Now the Bible said, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Which world is that? Is it the physical cosmos that we live in? No. He's speaking of a certain system that has been set by the enemy. It's called the world. Now there's a difference between the world, which is the physical cosmos that we live in, and the system that are in. Are you getting it? So now when we read the book of 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, the Bible said, Do not love the world or anything that is in the world. Now that world is speaking of the new world that came out of Satan when man was deceived to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, I've already told you that when man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and fell, everything also fell. According to the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 19 and 20, everything fell. Even till date, things have not come to the original place that God made them to, to dwell. So we are moving towards that. Are you getting it? Now, so this system that we live in is what Satan actually intended to bring forth. 
so that he will lock the destinies of humanity forever and take charge of the entire earth. But he has missed it. Because there is a day coming when the Lord Jesus will descend with a shout, with the voice of the archangel. And when he's coming, he will come also with the last trumpet call of God. And when the trumpet sounds, we all know that everything in God's creation has ears that will hear the sound of the trumpet. And the moment that sound, the shofar, is blasted, the voice of the archangel coupled with the shout of the Lord Jesus, coupled with the blast of the shofar, will enter straight into all creation. And this is the sound that will raise those that are dead in Christ from the dead. And when they are resurrected, they will be resurrected incorruptible. And all things, the Bible said, the atoms of all things will change. The elements will melt because that shout will come in fire. That voice of the archangel will come in fire. That sound will come in fire. It will change everything the devil has programmed in the world. It will start from humanity. Those who are in Christ will change first. Then all things will also change. So the Bible said all creation are waiting endlessly for the manifestation of the sons of God. That manifestation of the sons of God is when we all join together with Christ. We meet him in the air and we shall be with him forever. Now that is the moment where when all things are changing from their original atomic structure, what is happening is that God is changing the systems of the heaven and the systems of the earth into a new heaven and a new earth. So this earth will remain. But then it will change from its very core such that you will see things from a different perspective just as Adam used to see when he was in the Garden of Eden. This is called the new heavens and the new earth that God will bring forth as a bride. In fact, that is our final abode as Christians. It is not heaven. It is emerging it's a mingling it's actually a composite structure of heaven and earth together there's not going to be any difference between heaven and earth they'll be fused together they will be one you'll be walking angels you'll be walking around you just holler them they are just moving around you're a human being but you have been changed to a glorious being you will see angels to be angels but you see yourself to be higher in glory than angels that, that day, that day, that day. Oh, glory. That day will be glorious. They are telling you, heaven, heaven at last, run away and go to heaven. Meanwhile, when Jesus is coming, he will be coming with the spirits of the just men. <laughs> he will be coming with his saints. Even those that are in heaven, they have not gotten what God had already promised them. Because what God has already promised is for believers, we all, we all, and it will be given to us at once when Jesus descends in his glory. So even those who are in heaven, they are waiting for us. Hallelujah. Somebody said, please, that the, does the celebration of Christmas and Easter have anything to do with the Nicolaitans spoken of him? Oh, yes, I have a message on that. You can go and, you can, you can go and check. 
You have to first understand who the Nicolaitans are. Are you getting it? And you will, you will understand all these things. Hallelujah. The Lord bless all of us and keep all of us strong. I pray that the grace of God will come upon our lives. I pray that the light of God's wisdom will shine upon us. May the Lord open our eyes to understand even into the depths of his word. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And by the understanding of God's word, you, you, you will torment witches. You will torment demons. The power of God will be strong upon you. You will destroy the works of the enemy. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Please, right after here, I'm going to upload the message. Um, you can go and download it and listen to it. Please, once you download any message you are listening to, make sure you share it to your friends and loved ones. Let them also um, hear what the Lord is saying. I believe that some of these messages will be a blessing even to people. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless us and favor all of us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. We shall meet. God willing, on Wednesday, the Lord bless you and favor you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you feel led by the Spirit of God to release any seed, the number is 0240312551. 0240312551. Don't forget that God willing, this Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we are fasting. It is judgment hour. Judgment hour. So make sure you join us. Hallelujah. If you have any black or red um, clothes, you can, you can put it on as we fire prayer throughout um, the, the period of fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. Some people must definitely die. And God will do glorious things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you and favor you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God's way, I'll make time after service and we'll talk, okay? The Lord bless you all and favor you. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.
God, your glory, no one to share them. Jehovah, anything you talk, you do do. You get the power to save, heal, and deliver. Hosanna, the angels to sing, hallelujah. You know they lie, you know they fail, you know they carry my matter, they play. See, yesterday, you call me your own. When you reach my throne, Lord, you know they delay. From generation to generation, from Liberia to Jamaica, you know they carry last. You know they carry last. You know they Oh, tell, 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 tell,